This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here with you, Pastor Tim. We get the joy of answering your questions every single day. You may not know this, but every morning at about four in the morning, we get up, we come into the studio and we record. Just kidding. All right. The question if for today people is- people knew you, I they know. Know. <laughs> yeah. I am sleeping every morning at 4.30 and 5.30 and 6.30, God willing. I like night times. Okay. Uh, the question for today is, why did the Israelites wander in the desert for 40 years? Tim, you're on the hot seat today. What say you? So I'm thinking that the person that's asking this question is really about the two parts of this. Why did they have to wander in the desert? And then why was it 40 years? Do you see that maybe two questions here? Or you... Yeah, it's, it's uh, hard because the emphasis here is, Grammatically speaking, on neither. No, okay. <laughs> so we'll answer both. I mean, why yeah, did they wander? And yeah. then why was it 40 years? Because, I mean, technically, my understanding is it was like a very short couple-week, few-week, multi-week journey, not a multi-year sure. journey. Yeah, most theologians would say that, you know, the two million or so uh, Israelites who left Egypt could have been in the promised land in less than two months. Mm. But for some reason, and this is the question <laughs> that the person is asking, why did it take them 40 years? Well, again, we're talking about an event that happened some 3,500 years ago. So let's see if we can kind of make sense of this. They were supposed to, according to God, they were supposed to leave Egypt. They were supposed to go across the Red Sea or the Sea of Reeds. They were supposed to go right into the promised land. But the problem was that when they got close to the promised land, the people, because of fear, they wanted to send in the spies. So they chose 12 spies, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel, and they wanted to go seek out and, and to spy out the land. They wanted to find out, okay, what is this promised land going to look like? And so they sent 12 spies into the promised land, and it took them 40 days to go through and kind of spy out the land and see what was going on. And then they came back. When they came back to Moses and the leaders of uh, of Israel, they gave a report. And that report was from, from 10 of those spies, oh my goodness, there's no way we're going to make it in here. We're like grasshoppers. These guys are giants. They have walled cities. There is no way that we will be, we'll be able to not not just be annihilated if we walk in the, into this land. But two spies, Caleb and Joshua, they came back and said, you know what? Yes, that is right. There are walled cities. They are giants in the land. But yes, there is something far more going on in this land that God has promised to give us. This land is flowing with milk and honey. There is incredible blessings for us if we will trust God. And yet the leaders of Israel believed the 10 spies that gave the bad report. And they said, hey, we can't do it. There's no way. And so God punished them for their lack of belief, for their unbelief. So Tim, can I just interject? So you're telling me that if I live by fear and I don't obey God, he will withhold blessings from me. Absolutely. Wow. And, and that's exactly what we see playing out in this account. I mean, it's not just a story. It is teaching us a historical event, but it's teaching us a greater principle. You trust God. You believe God for what he's told you to do. He will work out the details and you'll be blessed for it. Yep. You don't trust him. You will suffer the consequences 
and you will miss out on the blessings that he has in store for you. And the crazy thing is that all of this was spelled out in Numbers chapter 14. Here's what it said. According to the number of the days in which you spied out the land, which were 40 days, a year for each day, you shall bear your iniquity for 40 years and you shall know my displeasure. That's a powerful word. I mean, it's clearly what God is saying is because you guys did not believe me, because you believed the report of the 10 spies that did not trust me. And that's why in, uh, I'm just going to, go off on a little bit of a tangent. That's why there is a real danger in believing a a majority that rule a congregation in a congregational rule church. I'm not advocating against or for congregational rule. All I advocate against. You know, but here, 10 (laughs) 10 of these spies were wrong. And yet the congregation of Israel, they believed these 10 and not the minority, which were right, which were true, which were trusting in what God had promised them. And for 40 years, not 40 days, they wandered in that wilderness. And if you read the account in Exodus and in Numbers and in Deuteronomy, anyone can read the consequences that they suffered. They suffered snakes. They suffered all kinds of things because they didn't trust God. And that's where You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, they didn't do some great horrendous sin. I mean, they didn't, you know, spit in God's face. All they did was not trust him. It sounds like a little, little problem. It sounds like a little sin, but it demonstrates a huge problem, which is a lack of trust in God. A couple observations. One is the faithful remnant, the small, the two had to suffer for 40 years with the majority sin. Right. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Like you would think God would have been like, okay, Joshua, Caleb, you guys go in and anybody who followed you, you go and the rest of you suffer in the wilderness. And, and the second part of it is God spent the entire time in the wilderness exposing the lack of and building faith. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because this would be the premise by which he would lead his people. I'm going to send you into hard, difficult places forever. This is my rule. Right. Do what I say. It's not going to feel logical. It's going to look like you're going to lose. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. And then Joshua and Caleb and Joshua 1 are getting ready to go into the promised land. And God gives them an incredible command and a promise. Don't be afraid. Be strong. Be courageous. Because I will be with you wherever you go. And to me, that is another great lesson that this account is telling us. That Joshua and Caleb, of those 12 spies, those were the only two that were able to go into the promised land and to experience what God had really promised them 40 years before. The other 10 that lacked the faith. The entire generation. That whole generation. Typically in biblical context, 40 years is the, the number of years for a generation. And that's exactly what God had promised in Numbers 32. He'd said that that entire generation that didn't trust me, that entire generation that saw what happened in Egypt and saw the plagues and saw the way God had, with a strong hand, taken them out of Egypt and taken them into the promised land. That's the incredible thing. It was that generation that saw God move in a mighty and powerful way through the plagues and through the exodus. That was the same generation that didn't trust God to give them the promised land. It was a new generation. It was their children that had not seen God's mighty hand Mm. that then trusted him. 
to take the promised land like he had given them. If I was preaching on this, the so what is people who have faith God uses, and if you have fear, he can't. No, he can't won't. Use that. In fact, he'll discipline you. So uh, I think that was just a great answer, man. Thank you for that. And then uh, let's come back tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to answer uh, the following question. In Islam, every good Muslim must make a trip to Mecca. Do you think every Christian should make a trip to the Holy Land? And we're going to tackle that one tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you.